Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap, our new podcast that we launched uh, late last year for the Super Nationals to act as a preview podcast for events that we have coming up on the EKN Trackside Live Tour. Today is March the 9th. We are less than a handful of days away from the start of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour for 2020. We'll be talking today, David Cole and I, Rob Howden, about the Winter Nationals, which will take place uh, March 13th, 14th, 15th at NOLA Motorsports Park. That is the topic. We'll go into the drivers that are uh, pre-entered. We'll talk about potential championships and uh, essentially getting things lined up for our EK and Trackside Live coverage this coming weekend. Today's episode of the EK and Outlap is presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing, from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. All right, David Cole, I've kind of lined things up. This is the Outlap Preview Podcast for the 2020 Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals, the first event of the six-race, six three-weekend program, March 13th to 15th, uh, this uh, coming weekend, Nola Motorsports Park down in New, uh, in New Orleans, round one and two of the six-round championship. One drop, of course, being used. Uh, hopefully, drivers, or ideally, they will not use it this coming weekend. But the bottom line is you're heading to the Big Easy uh, on the plane on Thursday. I won't be there this weekend. I'll be at the IndyCar opener on the Road to Indy program at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. You've got uh, young Xander Clemens on the mic taking place for me this particular weekend. But, dude, it's time to go down to Louisiana. It is. It's time to go down to Nola Nola Motorsports. Now it's a new name. They've dropped the park. I didn't know that. It's a rebranding. Yes, they. Uh, it's something that I think they just did within the last couple of months. There. No. Oh, okay. Uh, everything is now Nola Motorsports. So uh, a little rebranding. I mean, it can eventually sometimes you need it. Uh, unlike us, where we'll <laughs> never rebrand because I mean we're synonymous, right? That's it. Carding news, right? This is it. That's the it. E. You know, everybody knows us. So, uh, yeah, something. So I just wanted to point that out to, to everybody who, who wasn't aware. Obviously, you weren't. I just kind of learned about it. Um, you know, as we got ready for the event, I kept seeing NOLA Motorsports. I'm like, is this something different, something new? And it's just, yeah, it's a new rebranding of of the facility. As I said, they we've talked to Garrett Potter about it uh, a little bit. They're 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 under new ma- a little bit new management here and there. So, uh so rebranding for it and uh, excited to uh, to get down to the Big Easy, as you said, to kick off what is now the 11th year of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. Yeah, first race I've missed in the entire 11 years of the program. It's uh, it's going to gut me to have missed it, but I look forward to getting back with Scusa at the, uh, the Spring Nationals. Uh, what is is the same, David, is, this, is the same layout that they used in 2017 and 2018. There have been some big races, including the Rotex Grand Finals at NOLA Motorsports. Uh, but the same layout is 17 and 18, 17 turns. It's a long racetrack, 1.1 miles counterclockwise direction. Uh, it, it's a it's a lot. There's, as I said, 17 corners, David. It, it's a lot to be able to put together a really, really good lap at, at, at NOLA Motorsports. Yeah, it's not exactly the same uh, circuit that uh, was used in 2013 for the Rotex Grand Finals. Obviously, there were some curbage issues yeah. uh, back then. Guys were using up the what it, what were one race old uh, carts, and uh, they were coming back a little scraped up. Uh, 
I think Ben Cooper, Danny Formal, and a lot of those uh, superstars that were in DD2 certainly got some air that weekend. Uh, so there's certain areas that have some extra pavement uh, that are painted over. Uh, notably, I believe what is turn two. So it's like the little kink going onto the back straightaway there. So it's a little more of a straight run instead of having to uh, to jump over some curbs. Along with the uh, the northern part of the the racetrack, you'll see some some uh, painted pavement that uh, drivers will go straight over. Essentially, it's just you know uh, uh, it's not a curb, but it's just painted area. Yeah, and and drivers will use that to go straight through. Uh, it's a very it's a very technical track for being one point one mile long. Uh, essentially that long back straightaway is the fastest part of the racetrack, but everything else is really technical. Even from, from turn one, all the way through, uh, after the, after the long back straightaway, and then all the way up to the checkered flag and all those different turns that they have there, because it's, it's, it's almost a, a compilation of different configurations that, uh, is this circuit because there's so many different sections that are kind of mended together and kind of blend in to form this this layout david the texas sprint racing series actually had an event there this past weekend you could see online on social uh, a lot of the top drivers making the trip there as opposed to going to the florida winter tour race the finale at st petersburg a number of them getting there to the texas sprint racing series the ikf series get that little st- that pre-event track time to make sure that they come out of the gate strongly any uh, i know that when we go through the category she'll talk about the guys that actually were at that event but to me, uh, you, you talk about how technical it is. That uh, that weekend before, that regional weekend before, had to be had to have been crucial for some drivers. Well, not just the drivers, but teams, because again, a lot of the teams are there together, building up that database for what will be this coming weekend. You know, to understand what the track does at certain times, certain temperatures, certain scenarios, uh, really is is what it boils down to. Because we haven't been there in two years, and and Nola is one of those tracks that there's not a lot of racing being done on it um club races here and there and that's about it no, no other than the texas sprint racing series being there they have probably hadn't had a regional in a couple of years since i think supercar usa was there back in 2018 so it, right. again yep. it's it's crucial to get that track time and and certain teams take advantage of it and certain teams you know they're they're gonna they're gonna lay back on their laurels and 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 go in there thinking they they understand what's going to happen and how how things will unfold. And so we'll see, you know, whether, you know, spending two weeks there is going to be the, the, uh, the benefit to, to get you on top of the podium, or if it's just hard work and and dedication over the weekend. Well, uh, as you say, David, there are, there are, uh, two full days of practice, one unofficial, the unofficial practice on Thursday, official practice day on Friday, five sessions in total. Uh, they'll end up with a 12 lap, uh, se- or 12 minute session rather at the end, which will be a crucial session to fin- uh, finalizing everything. Round one and round two, exactly the same qualifying, pre final, and final. Uh, drivers will run in the, in the micro and mini category, I believe, running eight laps, the remainder 10 laps. Final will be 18 and 20, depending on the category. And again, round one, round two, same as uh, each day, an opportunity for those drivers uh, to get on the track and get racing. Really, really, it's the start of the 2020 season for the national program for Supercard USA. After that winter series program that they had, drivers kind of dusting off the 
off the dust and, and getting rid of that rust and getting back racing. But uh, again, round one, round two of the, of the Pro Tour getting things underway. And of course, all live on the EKN Radio Network. Xander Clemens will be giving the, the play-by-play and it'll all be available on www.ecardinews.com slash live. We're going to go to a quick break here, folks. When we get back, uh, David Cole and I are going to jump into the numbers. We'll talk a little bit about the numbers. We've got pre-entry-wise right now, very close to the numbers that they had for last year's Winter Nationals edition. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Outlap on the EKN Radio Network. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, Join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawlson Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4500. One four. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 8 of the EKN Outlap, where we will preview this coming weekend Supercoach USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals, the start of the uh, 11th season of the Pro Tour, the longest running, at least in my 25 years, nothing has gone as long as the Scusa Pro Tour. It's been a real backbone for national racing and a huge program for those teams uh, that were, you know, were lean on it for revenue and just being that core part of the sport in terms of national level racing. Uh, David Cole, let's talk a little bit about the numbers. 205 in total last year at the Winter Nationals. In scrolling down the list, fairly similar to what we what we had last year. And there's still, I know that they, I think today, Monday, they were capping off uh, pre-registration. There's always going to be walk-ups. We've seen a lot of walk-ups at other events throughout the year. Uh, you got to be, you got to expect they're going to get really close to last year's number. 
Yeah, uh, on just under six hours left to uh, to register as we are uh, recording this uh, episode right now. And yeah, to be that close uh, and away from what is you know the base of Supercars USA, the West Coast, coming back to NOLA, you know, it gets those e- that East Coast drivers uh, pumped up a little bit more than having to travel cross country to Fontana, California. <laughs> so I think I think that's part of it. So you're going to lose some drivers from the West, but you're going to gain some drivers from the East. And as we see, looking at the numbers, you know, again, to be only 12 off of what we were last year uh, is is a pretty good number to begin with. And as you said, we'll probably get probably a dozen of walk-ups to, to begin with because we saw some drivers that were at Texas Sprint Racing Series that aren't entered that finished yeah. within the top five. So so you count on them, maybe some drivers that uh, wrapped up the, the winter tour and, and are like, hey, I'm, I'm going to carry this momentum and uh, and go race next weekend. So we'll... I I I I forecast you know a, a 200 number. Uh, it's just a matter of getting over that 205 mark uh, to beat last year. I bet I bet they end up with 210. I got a feeling that's just going to be the number. I think 210 is going to be the number. Micro up from last year by a couple from nine up to 11. Uh, good field for Mini Swift. They had 34 last year, 35 right now. That's only on pre entries. Just a couple off at X30 Junior. 43 racing last year. Cal Speed 40 entered right now. The big drop, David, is uh, is 12 in the X30 Senior class. They had really good numbers at the uh, the opening round of the of the Winter Series at Homestead. 48 last year. Cal Speed 36 drivers entered right now. Maybe maybe that's just the the guys in the Masters categories dawdling along and not getting entered in time. That happens quite a bit, I think. It could be, but looking at the X30 senior number, as you said, I think a lot of that has to do with the transition to KA. Uh, there's some notable names that we'll be talking about later that uh, has boosted up the KA senior numbers because last year we were at 13, up to 21 now, and I wouldn't ex- I, I I would expect maybe a couple more walk-ups in that category. So over 20 for that category, I think it's it could possibly be the largest we've had. I I got to double check to see what we had at Newcastle, but it's very similar to uh, to what we had there. Key to look at, of course, the pro shifter numbers uh, down a little bit in terms of pro and pro two, up a little bit for G1 and G2. Pro shifters, we had 11 last year, eight have pre-entered right now, and of course could be waiting for guys that that have not entered yet. 13 in the pro two category, uh, seven at this point signed up, uh, having pre-entered, so 24 in total, 15 lined up right now, another drop. Very similar to the senior class. Uh, G1 was four last year. It's up to five. And G3, G2 was three. It's up to five as well. So there'll be 10 in that in that uh, combined G1, G2 category. But as David said, one of the highlights, of course, uh, essentially a 50% growth in the KA100 senior class. And David, when we do get to the category overview, as you said, there's some pretty big hitters running KA100. Yeah, and it does match the total that was set at uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park last year at the Summer Nationals, 21 there. So we're already at 21 there. So if we get a couple walk-ups, we're going to have a new record in that category. So that kind of just shows you, you know, a little bit of, of of where the sport is going because it really seems to be, again, you know, we, we keep, keep talking about it, momentum going towards that KA100 or the 100cc engine package across yeah. the country. All right, folks, jump into another break. When we get back, uh, David and I will go through actually a couple of categories. We'll start with the X30 Senior, then we'll look at Pro and Pro 2. Again, this is the EKN Outlap for the uh, what, 11th running. Actually, the le- the 11th Pro Tour, not the 11th running of the Winter Nationals. I think this is what, David, four? Fourth this will be number four, yeah. We had two at, uh, two at NOLA, one at Cal Speed, so this is number four. 
for those of you new to the sport back in the day, it was this. It was the Spring Nationals, Summer Nationals, and the final round of the Pro Tour was actually a, the Super Nationals in Las Vegas. We moved away from that a couple of years ago. Three rounds now for winter, spring, and summer. And uh, we'll continue with this, uh, uh, this podcast brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing after this quick break. In 2020, PSL Karting will enter its 21st year of serving the North American karting community. And they're proud to be North America's importer and distributor for the legendary Burrell Art brand, having once again won Burrell Art's Distributor of the Year. PSL Karting is your source for all things Burrell Art, providing this top quality product both through their expansive dealer network or through their own pslkarting.com online store. We have over 100 carts in stock at all times, including the new Charles Leclerc line of carts carrying the name of Ferrari's Formula One pilot. PSL Karting can provide you with a Burrell Art Ricardo or Charles Leclerc turnkey package with an IAMI, Rotax, Rock, or Briggs power plant complete and ready to race. Whatever you need is available 24-7 at our online store, including parts and components, consumables like AMS oil, Motul, and Rotax XPS engine oil, and Vroom lubricants, Micron data acquisition systems and Unipro, and driver safety gear from Bell, Arai, Freem, and Alpine Stars. Trackside, we're also the karting distributor for Bell Racing USA. Our race trailer is always stocked with Bell helmets and components. Arrive and drive programs, supported by PSL's experienced staff and in-house engine program, are available for all major U.S. and Canadian events. When you're ready to win, call PSL Karting or visit one of our dealers. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Kart Republic a world champion. The Kart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive and drive package with its official North American race team, contact Cart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, our preview of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals happening this coming weekend, March 13th to 15th at NOLA Motorsports. Uh, David, X30 senior category, uh, 36 pre-entries down. I, I would expect we're going to see 40. It just seems like the senior guys like to diddle and doddle around and not get entered all the time. But you know, the primary story is going to be Ryan Norberg starting his drive for five. That line, line you came up with, I loved. Uh, he's four straight. Pro Tour Championships in the X30 Senior Category. Ryan Norberg with uh, Rawlison Performance Group going for five in a row. What an amazing feat that would be. Forrest, enough. But to be able to go for five, man, unbelievable. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, something got in my throat there just as I was about to talk. It must be the rum. Uh, right, that's probably. Good for uh, you. Um, yeah, no. And something very notable about Ryan Norberg's performances at Nola Motorsports Park and the two events we've had there, he's had three top five finishes in four races. So it's a track that he's pretty good at, but he hasn't won yet. 
but again, you look at last year's winter nationals had a best, I think he missed out on the podium. So didn't even stand on the podium in those two, two rounds at, uh, at Cal speed, but came back to win, uh, two races that in Utah. So again, you know, he might not, he, he might just be hovering there again in that top five again throughout the weekend, but, uh, you know, you can't count him out, uh, after this weekend, but you got to believe that he's going for victory because you know, he, if he hasn't won there, he's going to want to win there. He was not a happy guy last year, Cal Speed, after having a rough go of it. He, I think he had a, a decent run around number two and then got a penalty that dropped him down into fifth position. He was not a pleased, not a happy guy at all. So we know that Ryan, even if he doesn't get off to a fantastic start, he's going to head back to uh, the Spring Nationals in Utah, a track that he really likes. So uh, if he gets out of the, if he gets out of this race with a couple of good finishers, I think he'll be happy. Uh, big names coming in though, David, Brandon Jarsacrack's scheduled to race the Scusa national number two from last year. And a couple of the big dogs, a couple of the national plate holders from 2018 are coming back as well. I thought that was interesting on the notes. Yeah. Samuel Lupian, the Canadian coming back for, uh, the winter nationals was, uh, I believe finished. Yes. Finished number two in 2018. So he was, uh, really one of the top challengers actual come was a teammate of, of, wasn't a teammate of Norberg that year. Uh, so the kind of they were racing each other this time now, yeah. they will be teammates. So uh, Lupian joining back with uh, Rollison Performance Group. Dante Yu, though, actually moving over to the Burrell Art brand. I might, I believe he might be on a Charles Leclerc chassis. He was at the Calif- California Pro Kart Challenge, uh, one there in the KA100 senior division. Uh, but they have him listed as a Burrell Art under the P1 engines uh race tent and and psl karting so uh we'll see uh we'll see actually what kind of cart he does come out with maybe it might be a burrell art or it could be a charles leclerc uh we're not we're not sure yet so we'll see we'll see what happens there but it's a change because we're typically seeing him in the flu with uh with comp cart and j3 uh competition so a, a change for him coming back to his roots after i believe a full season with the uh the f4 program uh in 2019 Hey, what about this this rookie category, the rookie class for, for 2020 in the Scusa Pro Tour? Just, D- David, go through the names. These guys that we've been talking about uh, for a number of years, right? Luca, Mars, Luke Lang, Morgan, Tyner, Tresini, DeLuca, Ramos. I love the fact we, we got some really big guns that moved from junior to senior, and I think they're really going to add some flavor to this event for sure. I think the, the two that stand out is Diego Ramos, who's coming off a, a Florida Winter Tour victory and championship. So he's got a lot of momentum. Won that to Brock the Rio as well. A lot of momentum coming going his way for the Brazilian. Uh, Luca Marzo has been uh, very stout through the uh, the winter programs in Florida. Did very well in Scusa Winter Series uh, and did did also well at the uh, at the winter tour. I'm looking up here where he finished in the winter series. Hold on just a second. Yeah, Brandon, you, you um, do look at that. Brandon Tyner was strong too. He seventh. was on the pole for one of the races, uh, one of the races in Florida as well. But yeah, seventh for Mars. Yeah, seventh overall for Mars. So he was he was quick. Just didn't get the uh, the end up results. He did get, did land on the podium one of the four rounds. Just had two uh, two bad rounds in the uh, the second event. But Mars was has been super fast. Uh, through the winter months. So very impressive for the young driver. But uh, so there'll be ones to watch. But Tyner obviously has a speed there under the Rollison Performance Group tent. Uh, he's got Norberg. He's got Kreenemeyer. He's got Gulick. He's got now Lupian. I mean, that that yeah. that group right there, you know, that's something that Rollison's very proud of is his, his senior group. You know, we saw it uh, two years ago at the Super Nationals, getting all his senior drivers into the main event at the Super Nationals. So 
you can expect them to uh, to be very quick uh, in NOLA, especially being there uh, this past weekend. What do you think of these uh, master studs saying, you know what, I don't care how old I am, I'm going to run senior. We've got Pro Tour champ uh, uh, Mr. Johnson and your Scuso Winter Series title holder, Jadre David, both coming out to play. What is going on with these boys? <laughs> very shocked to see that. I was very shocked to see that. Matt, Matt um, stepping it up. I think it's, I, I don't know, is it, is it a challenge? What do you think? I, you know, I, I don't know why they're doing it because the when we get to the Masters field, I mean, we're going to be talking about some former champions that are in the field already, so I'm not quite sure why they would, they would move up. Um, Johnson didn't exactly have quite the performance I think he wanted to last weekend, but maybe he was just, you know, trying some different things. So, um, I mean, it's not something out of the normal for Johnson to move up to the senior category. He does it no at streets of Lancaster, does it yep. a lot of regional events. He, I mean, it was just a couple of years ago. He still was racing S30 senior. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting the move for them to do that. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they move back when we get there. I'm not quite sure what they'll do. I think they were worried about numbers really, to be honest. Uh, maybe, um, yeah. okay. you know, we, we didn't quite see the numbers at the winter series. Um, you know, and maybe they just didn't get a feel for who was actually going to be there. And so maybe they're like, well, screw it. Let's just go right race senior. I don't know if they, they talk to each other or not about it, but, uh, it, it'll obviously be something we'll, uh, we'll get into Thursday or, or Friday when we get to the paddock. Yeah. Later in the show, David will uh, go over a little bit about the, uh, the, the pre-entries we have for the X30 masters class. And as he has said, there are some stacked drivers in there and it may entice those guys to come back in to have the battle in the other category. Uh, David, jumping again, we'll do this with every category as well. That, as you said, the Texas Sprint Racing Series ran this past weekend. So you've got the, the got the actual top five from each of those categories as well, which I think we have to look at, right, in terms of of the people that had some experience already and had some success at that that pre-race. Yeah, winning the on Sunday in the main event, Olin Gali from Brazil, who you knew you saw win at the Scusa Winter Series uh, the second weekend down there. So definitely not on the entry list. So you can maybe expect to see him as a walk-up entry, uh, the Brazilian to uh, to challenge in the X30 senior category. Uh, Oliver Hodgson, the, the Brit, came over and did a, a warm-up weekend, finishing second there. Hannah Greenemeyer, third. Ryan Norberg, fourth. And Jacob Gulick, fifth. So obviously the Rawlison Performance Group is on it, but uh, but so is Alan Gali and Hodgson in the, in the comp cart coming back uh, after finishing fourth last year in the Scusa Pro Tour standings. I didn't look at the results myself, but when in Florida, Galley was running with PK, uh, PK Racing, PK Sport on the on the CRG. I CRG, correct. He was with. Yes. Yeah, yes. so this is, he's gonna be, he, he looked really good in the CRG at Homestead, and again, coming out with this win here. Could be an interesting weekend at the, the, the to start off the Pro Tour in X30 Senior. Uh, David, let's go to the Pro Shifter category. Pro and Pro 2, eight drivers in the Pro Class, seven drivers in the Pro 2 category. We're lining up three former champions, though, which I like. The last three champions, Jake French, A.J. Myers, and Kyle Wick. French on the on the PSL carding, Burrell Art. Uh, Myers will be on the Magic cart, I believe, and then Wick on the Tony cart for all some performance group. Uh, we're just lining the big dogs up, having them go at it. Uh, only eight drivers in the category in the pro class, but, man, couldn't ask for much more in terms of the quality of the guys. Uh, quality drivers for sure when you have the, the last three champions in there. And and one of the things, obviously, we're going to be watching in this category along with all the other shifter categories is now the mixture of the SSE 175 engine with the 125KZ engines mixed in together at a 10-pound weight difference. Uh, right now in pro shifter category, we have AJ Myers and Rory Vanderster as the only KZ entries. 
uh, in the category. Everybody else is going to be on the SSE engine. So that'll be uh, obviously something to watch uh, as we go along throughout the weekend and throughout the season. Also, we saw it in the Scusa Winter Series race, but uh, 2019 Pro Tour champ Race Liberante moving up to the pro category this weekend. Uh, he'll be on the comp cart with J3 Competition, Harden Motorsports, uh, Motorsports Group with uh, uh, BCRE Power. Good to see uh, Race. He hasn't had, I think, the start of the season he wanted, so I expect to see Race ready to go here when, when we roll when you guys roll out uh, this coming Friday. Yeah, did not have quite the homecoming he wanted in Cal Speed for the Challenging Americas. Uh, had, didn't quite, uh, pull out the, uh, the performance he wanted to at the, at the winter pr- series as well. So, uh, yes, I think he's, uh, he's gunning for, uh, for glory and to, to, to uh, kind of step up and show that he, he belongs and deserves to be in the pro shifter category. In the pro two class, none of the, none of the drivers from the top three last year returning for the race. Obviously we know that Liberante moving up, uh, the split on the engines, five drivers on the SSE, two in the KZs. And one of the interesting things I think seeing uh, G1 champ, reigning G1 champ Jordan Musser actually moving up to run in the Pro 2 class as opposed to running in the G1 category. Looking for a little, probably a little more competition, I think, this particular weekend. Yeah, a very similar situation to maybe what Johnson and Renato Jader David are doing in X30 Senior, moving up to there from uh, from X30 Masters. So, you know, obviously Jordan Musser been dominating the Master Shifter category across the country, whether it's one engine or another uh or three engines because he's done it in in stock moto as well too so no matter the engine package he's been pretty much the top master driver although got beat this weekend but a little tied up uh steering rod or uh or tie rod at uh, florida winter tour there for the finale got beat by the wild thing josh lane yeah so uh it was cool to see him actually move into master category i'd love to see Josh Lane coming to uh, to NOLA, but obviously had to get back to work in California. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Musser, don't count him out in Pro 2. I think uh, he's got a lot of young, enthusiastic kids. Well, not necessarily kids, but young drivers uh, in the Pro 2 category that he might be able to take, take to school. Yeah, I, I think he'll be great competition for them, and I think you got to put him as a contender for the race win, for sure. Other drivers like Chente Salas looked really good uh, at both the Supernats and at the Winter Series. You know, Calapuzo and uh, Jason Enrique, the two drivers on the KZ. That's going to be a storyline you guys will be able to uh, you know cover the whole time. Both those drivers, I believe, on the GFC chassis with Rivera Racing. So uh, there's a lot to talk about in, in Pro and in, in Pro and, and Pro 2, and we'll see. We'll find out whether or not they're going to split start them or if they're going to start them together. That's yeah, that, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's something we'll we'll have to unfold because if they do combine, say, all the shifters together, I could see a Pro 1, Pro 2 combined starting group and then G1, G2 together as well. So uh, it all depends on, on how they unfold the weekend. Again, if maybe if you get some more walk-ups in the uh, in the pro and pro two categories, maybe they'll, they'll keep them separate away from, from G one and G two, just uh, depending on numbers. Because again, we're talking about a big racetrack. Yeah, uh, it's something I, if I recall correctly, 2018 was the first time we ever combined the two categories. Possibly. I'm, I don't know if maybe it was S four and S four Supermaster that, that might've been combined, but uh, it was the first time we had ever done that uh, on the pro tour level. So, uh, but yeah, muster muster will be one to watch. Salas is coming off. Victory, like you said, excuse the winter series and California Pro Kart Challenge as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the mix in, in that category. 
All right, folks, another quick break. When we get back after this, and we're going to jump into X30 Junior, K100 Junior, and K100 Senior, our preview of the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Nationals, up after this. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com, where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible, and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IME engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs and Stratton engines, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. In Las Vegas this past November, at the Rock the Real finale and the Scusa Super Nationals, Formula K reigned supreme. Daniel Formal drove his leading-edge motorsports Formula K Evo 3 to wins in the biggest races of the year, proving the outright speed of the Formula K brand. And you can make Formula K your cart in 2020 by contacting your local dealer today. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the importer and distributor of the Formula K line, as well as the race-winning Praga chassis, and you can connect with your dealer through the AMP website. The new 2020 Formula K Monster Evo 3 is ready to ride and win, complete with IP Karting's new STRV brake system. Follow in the footsteps of Formal and steer your own Formula K to victory lane. If a Praga is more your style, the Dragon Evo 2 is the perfect choice for single-speed competition. Bolt on your IAMI X30, Vortex Rock, or Rotax Max, and go out and win. Atlanta Motorsports Park has both Formula K and Praga chassis in stock to support new dealers, and they have previous year models in their inventory available for racers who are looking to get a winning chassis at a discount. Head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden and David Cole previewing the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports. Uh, David, this pro- uh, podcast brought to you by uh, Acceleration Kart Racing. Let's jump into X30 Junior. 40 pre-entries, which may, we, means we may end up with 45. Uh, no defending champion. I found that when you when you get something the notes over. I thought that was very interesting that uh, Slater uh, not coming back this particular year. Yeah, I'm sure he's focused a little bit on the European schedule. Uh, obviously, with the uh, the coronavirus situation in Italy, uh, that might be a little bit uh, backed up for uh, for him. But uh, yeah, Slater not coming back, so I think he's uh, he's focusing on that and the schedule in the UK as well. Uh, yeah, so that's an interesting move. But typically, we see the the the, the champion move up a division. For Slater, it would have been staying in the X30 Junior category yeah. because he was still yeah. ten or eleven years old. So. Uh, no moving up for him, but uh, Tyner did move up. So uh, Brandon Tyner moving up to X30 Senior. 
But uh, the SKU is the number three plate. Josh Pearson, he'll be back. So he'll be uh, the lone driver from the championship podium in the field when we go to NOLA. I think there's a really, really good cross-section of young drivers here. We get a couple that are, are, are jumping up from the from the Mini Swift class. You look at drivers uh, like Brent Cruz, Jeremy Fletcher, uh, John Burke. Uh, Max Opolsky has been a lot of fun to watch, but you got Jace Park, Mateo Rubio-Luengo, uh, Connor Zilich. Uh, that's a pretty solid little, what, top seven right there. <laughs> then you throw, in, you throw in Alex Powell, who's going to make his Pro Tour debut as well. A Jamaican sensation, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. So he's been uh, he's been running cadet uh, all of last year. Now moved up to the junior category and making his Scusa Pro Tour debut in the X30 senior category. Uh, but I think you look at it when you kind of look at it. Zillage has a lot of momentum coming off the Florida Winter Tour program, winning I believe six main events with uh, with Rockets Junior and the uh, 100cc Junior category. And then Max Opolsky, we saw at Cal Speed, was uh, one of the dominant junior drivers there. Uh, that weekend. So he's got some momentum coming off a win there as well. So uh, some interesting uh, scenarios, John Burke though, and and Jeremy Fletcher and Brent Cruz have a lot of experience. So we'll see kind of how all that mixes with uh, also some, you know, a couple of rookies that, uh, that will be moving up as well. Yeah, I wouldn't take much away from Brent Cruz because although Kimi Antonelli, uh, Andre Kimi Antonelli was actually the you know obviously the top gun winning every race, every main event at the Winter Series with Kart Sport North America, Cruz was right there on pace as well, a couple of a bunch of podiums and he, and ran strong, and so he'll kind of take over the lead of that Kart Sport North America Kart Republic crew. So I look for Brent Cruz to be right in there. And you mentioned rookies, David, and it'll be one of his teammates, I think, Christian Miles, coming up from the Mini Swift category. Christian uh, uh, ran just the just the K100 Junior class down at the Winter Series, but I expect he, him to be very strong as part of the rookie cat class that includes Jack Jeffers and Elliot Cox as well. So, man, this is just such a great cross-section. We've got some guys coming back, other guys coming into their prime, a couple of kids coming up from Mini to Junior. That makes it exciting. That's one of the things every year that makes it exciting to watch which where kids are on their development ladder, right? Where they are in terms of is this their year to kind of step to the forefront? Yeah. Speaking of development, Alex Stanfield has really uh, kind of stepped up in the in the junior category as well right. under the Crosslink yeah. uh, competition uh, tent. Uh, finished second to Brent Cruz at the Texas Sprint Racing Series uh, event this past weekend. Uh, so he was right in there with Cruz, Mateo Rubio, Luengo. Uh, finishing one, two, three. I'm not going to say the kid's name who finished fourth because I can never say it. Oh, Probably Suakis. Yes, there Suakis. it is. The NorCal driver uh, working with Alex Keys. He he finished fourth. Uh, he's not entered, but uh, so but did finish fourth. So maybe he might be another uh, walk up that uh, that we'll see happen. And then uh, a familiar name finishing there in the fifth spot with uh, Aiden Rudolph. That's good. Aiden running in the in the Texas Sprint uh, Racing Series. He'll be running the entire program. Of course, his dad, uh, Alan Rudolph, running the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at a speed sports uh, racing park. Uh, I think the X30 Junior class is going to be a, a, a very strong. Uh, David, if you, I haven't given it a really good look, but how kind of cross-section are we getting? Are, are we getting guys doing double duty in X30 Junior and K100 Junior? 14 pre-entries with Zillich being one of the drivers who will do the double. Yeah, not too many drivers doing the double. Uh, Mateo Rubio Luengo doing a double. Opolsky, uh, Christian Miles doing the double. Danny Dzelski, uh and Brent Cruz. Uh, I don't believe Berg's doing both, but let me see here. Yep, Alexander Berg doing both. So essentially half the entries we have in KA Jr. Uh, doing uh, double duty this weekend. 
Uh, it's interesting because you look at the drivers on both coasts, right? You talk some of the new guys in the program. You've got Berg and Opalski, who were super strong on the West Coast, running in both uh, uh, both Supercar USA Pro Car Challenge and Challenge of the Americas events over the last year and a half. Then you got Rubio Luengo and Onunziata, Thomas Onunziata as well, who was really strong for Team Ferris Racing uh, down at the Winter Series. So I like the East Coast West Coast battle between those drivers. I think that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, Zillage has really got a cut yeah. stamp on this category, winning the Pro Tour last year, uh, and then, like I said, he didn't run the Scusa Winter Series at all until ran the Florida Winter Tour and, and just stomped the competition in the uh, Junior 100 CC category. So you gotta you gotta put the all pretty much all your money on that, but don't count <laughs> out uh, uh, Brent Cruz who who didn't run the KA 100 Junior category at the Winter Nationals last year came back to win both races at the spring nationals probably could have been in the, in the championship contention had he run the actual opening events. So, uh, Cruz doing the double duty, uh, Logan Adams, a, a winner at yeah. Newcastle in the summer nationals. So you, you got to kind of count him on, on being a contender on the weekend, but, uh, a lot of good drivers, even though we only have 14 drivers, I mean, you could over half the field is, is, is in the, uh, chance to uh to either land on the podium or battle for a victory yeah we got some rookies too we have enzo delini obviously moving up from the uh mini swift category to ka 100 junior christian miles we expect him uh to be very strong as well uh ashlyn speed making her debut on the supercarts usa pro tour the texan driver the young lady who races uh, regularly at uh ntk and ava dobson making the move up as well in the rookie category what uh who looked good at the texas sprint racing series event dave I think we've seen it before where Mateo Rubio Luengo just loves this 100cc category and uh, came out with a victory there over Brent Cruz. Uh, Alex Stanfield, who's not entered in KA100 Jr. Uh, for the Pro Tour event, finished third that weekend. Uh, Cameron Reed, a, uh, a driver from Louisiana, uh, finishing fourth. She will be, uh, I, I think, making her Pro Tour debut. I'm not quite sure we've had her uh, race uh, in the program before. And then... Uh, um, oh, Mitchell, I can't remember the first name. It, it, it's missing my mind here. I'll have to look at that up. <laughs> let, let that roll. So again, good. It's it's hard to say exactly who you want to who you want to throw some money at because there are some strong drivers in K100 Junior. Connor Zilich, as David said, though, really uh, has had a hot hand. I think he'll be the marker uh, for at least the first couple uh, days of practice and once they get qualifying because he'll be the guy that everybody will be looking for. David, at the very start of the po- podcast here, we talked about how the, the big jump in entries, the 50% entry growth for KA100 Senior, they'll have 21 pre-entries ready to roll when they get to NOLA Motorsports. Yeah, it, this category, as we keep saying, is growing and growing and growing. It's going to be probably one of the more competitive categories because the draft is so important here and 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 momentum because uh, you 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 lose a little bit of speed. You're gonna you could possibly lose two to three positions if you're racing in a group, and and so it's going to be very fun to watch. But a lot of strong drivers are going to be in this field, including 2019 Scusa Pro Tour champion Austin Osborne making the return back. Going to carry the uh, Scusa number one plate for 2020. Uh, yeah, you said a lot of, a lot of big names and guys that we've seen up front in the X30 categories as well, both junior and senior, a couple of the guys, former X30 junior pro tour champions. You got Alex Bertignoli and Brandon Lemke, both those drivers, um, coming to play in K100 senior, a couple of guys that we saw in the shifter car categories for a number of years, David, Michael Alavia, the two Texans, uh, coming out as well. 
Uh, you got a, and then you got a bunch of great rookies, David, that kind of came to the forefront of the winter series. I think that was really impressive uh, in, in Connor Ferris. Uh, you got Caleb Schrader coming in there as well. Uh, is it one of the Schroders? Is it, is it Haley and yeah, Haley's going to be coming, right? Yes, Haley Haley Haley's going to yep. be there. She'll but be moving up. This is solid. Like this is another crapshoot of, of who's going to step up. What do you think? What do you think about Lemke and uh, and Bertignoli? Are they going to be able to battle it out with Osborne or what? Oh, I, I think that's a great, you know, it, they, uh, Bertignoli was actually the first ever KA 100 champion in the United States, winning the U S pro cart challenge or pro cart series championship nice. back in 2000 and, uh, was the 17, I want to say 17, cause it was the first year that they had it. Um, and so he beat out, uh, Brandon Jarzakrak that season. It was a pretty good battle between them two all season long. So Bertignoli has got the experience. Uh, we saw Brandon Lemke actually sub for somebody at Daytona, not this year, but two uh, two years ago, uh, coming out and and winning, dominating that uh, that field. So Lemke and Bertignoli, they come from that Yamaha background, you know, yeah. all the way from cadet all the way up to senior. So they know the 100 cc package. Uh, so they're, I think they're going to step right in, just kind of like how Austin Osborne has been able to do. So he isn't at least he's not the oldest guy in the category anymore because Lemke is kind of up there when you look at it as far as parting age, you know. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I believe, if I recall right, Lemke and 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 Osborne used to race each other in in, in cadets and uh, junior races uh, back in uh, old WKA days. Nice. Hey, we we would probably be doing him a disservice if we don't mention at least mention Colton Ramsey because he ran the he was pretty strong down the first round of the winter series was right there in the fight. Uh, always always strong if they can get things dialed in. So let's keep Colton Ramsey's name in the in the discussion as well. Yeah, he'll be working probably alongside with uh, Lemke under the Franklin Motorsports yep. tent. Uh, Ramsey will be on the Expree though, and obviously Lemke will be on the Merlin. So they won't have the, the actual you know same cart, but uh, obviously you know just. Just, just you know, rocking each other's brains and, and working together with Jamie Siraki and, and Scott Cop and everybody under the tent there. So uh, it'll, it, it should be, yeah. Ramsey will definitely be uh, one to watch as well. What about at the the Texas race, Texas Sprint Racing Series race? Uh, I'm looking at your notes and Luke Selleck and I like they obviously, obviously decided the the Rawlson Performance Group guys decided to put a cart together and see if they can't get some data from Luke. I would think. Oh, for sure. Why not? I mean, that's what yeah. you use regional racing for. And Selican's probably going to be busy uh, during the Pro Tour weekend doing some some coaching with the drivers and, and you know, being one of the eyes on the sidelines, uh, watching the drivers and working over the data. Uh, but uh, Selican was able to score the victory over Adrian Cruz, who is another driver not entered for the weekend. So he, I believe, is a, a regular at the Texas Sprint Racing Series. Uh, Austin Osborne ended up finishing third ahead of... Uh, uh, Dylan Peck, who's making the jump up from the junior ranks from last year to senior this year. And then uh, Miguel Mir, who uh, we've seen race in X30 Master, yeah. uh, ended up finishing fifth uh, in the K100 senior race uh, at last weekend. All right, folks, one more break in the action. We come back, we'll wrap up this preview of the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Nationals to start of the 11th season of the Scusa Pro Tour. After this break, X30 Master, G1 and G2, Mini Swift and Micro Swift, and we'll cap this podcast off. Stay with us, folks. Wrapping it all up after this break. Club racing has been taken to a new level in the Cincinnati area. The Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati is proud to present the all-new Pro-Am Karting Championship. This new six-event series runs from April to October and will serve the area of Southwest Ohio, Eastern Indiana, and Northern Kentucky. 
The Pro-Am Karting Championship will provide categories based on the IAMI and Briggs & Stratton engine platforms. Utilizing the Supercarts USA rules and partnering up with the Margie Ignite program, the Pro-Am Karting Championship has something for both new drivers and experienced racers. Make sure to head to the MCCProAmCarting.com website to learn more about this exciting new club racing program. Club karting has arrived in Cincinnati. Twenty-five years of experience, twenty-five years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com to learn more. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number eight of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast where we take a look at upcoming events that are part of the EKN Trackside Live presented by Cooper Tires program. Today, uh, our podcast uh, previewing the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Nationals, first round of the 2020 Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, David Cole giving us his... uh, his input on all the research he's done, getting ready to go into the event. I myself won't be there for the first time in 10 years, missing a pro tour race, a conflict with the opening round of the road to Indy and the IndyCar program at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. So I will be uh, following social media throughout the weekend to find out who's doing what, because I'll be dying that I'm not there. Uh, David, let's look at X30 Masters, eight pre-entries, and uh, we got some big dogs. Leonardo Neencotter, uh, champion from 2018, the 16 and 17 champion, Derek Wang coming in. And as we had already detailed earlier, uh, Matt Johnson, champ from last year, not going to be def- not going to be running that national number one. He's going to run well as as we know now, going to run senior. I wonder whether or not uh, some of the dogs that the big dogs that we have in this category might bring him and Ren- uh, Renato Jader back potentially to the uh, to the Masters class. Yeah, you got to think with the uh, with 2018 champion Leonardo Niekater and and Derek Wang 2016 2017 champion that he might be tempted to come back along with Renato Yadar-David. Uh, so, again, it's something we'll be monitoring once we get there Thursday, maybe even see it on the live timing if they even run it on the unofficial day. I don't believe they will. Uh, so it might be something we'll have to find out Thursday night or Friday morning when we get there. But, uh, yeah, Leonardo Nienkotter coming back uh, racing on a Cosmic Kart uh, with uh, Racing Edge Motorsport, so uh, uh, a, a different change for him as well because we've seen him, we've seen him on a Cosmic before. He's he's raced at the Super Nationals back in the day, and, you know, winning uh, winning there three times. So uh, nothing new for him, uh, but uh, won that championship two years ago on the Comp Cart. So uh, moving over to the Cosmic brand, 
Uh, Derek Wang going to be there. Uh, one of the top drivers, obviously, in the Masters category over the last, you know, what, maybe almost decade now. Yeah, uh, because we've, 10 we've, years. Seen him, yeah. we've seen him in the Masters category for a while now, uh, racing aboard the FA cart, uh, already uh, picking up victories at Challenge of the Americas on the West Coast. So uh, making the uh, the trek to NOLA where he's uh, he's been he's been really good as well, but uh, in, in the past as well. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and get Derek. Uh, I think he's running with uh, lined up to run with BBR uh, for the for the event. This one in uh, looking at last year as well, David. Uh, national number two, Vache Titikin had a strong year last year. Got a victory at the opening round of the Winter Ser- uh, Winter Nationals, rather. Uh, Jess Peterson coming into uh, as well. These are a couple of guys you know that are going to be able to run up front with Phil Giebler racing. Uh, Jess, I believe, is going to be on the Borel Art chassis and Vache back on the Ricardo that he was on last year. But both these guys capable of podiums. And if, if things work well, capable of race wins. Well, we actually just got an email from Supercarts USA. Jess Peterson is withdrawn, so he will Ooh, not be in NOLA. So uh, that's one less driver in the category. So we're down to seven, actually. Uh, but Vache, yes, had a solid 2000, probably one of his best seasons he's ever had that, that I, I can so. recall. Yeah. Uh, as he has he won a number of other events, the Canadian Nationals as well. Uh, so he represented Canada at the uh, at the in, in Europe. So um, uh, solid season for him. So we'll see if he's able to kick it off uh, on the in the right path. Uh, and when we get into Nola. All right, Dave, let's move to the uh, the G categories, G1 and G2, 30 years of age and older, and 45 years of age and older running the either the uh, IAMI 175 SSE or the KZ. Only one KZ driver. I think we have five drivers in total in G1. Uh, who's who's on KZ? Let me throw that in here. Who's, who's got the KZ? Dave? KZ, Carlos Lopez in Carlos G1. Lopez. And that's the right. lone driver. Uh, on the KZ category, so or right. KZ engine. So we'll we'll see if he, how he mends with the uh, the other four G1 drivers. Let's start with the G1 class again. We won't see, as you said, the return of the champion from last year, Jordan Musser, moving up to the Pro Two category. But I got a couple of a couple of guys that are, I think are going to battle it out. The two I think you're going to fight for it is going to be Skitchy Barnes, Scott Barnes from Bermuda, and Joe Rook. Uh, the driver out of Indiana. I think those are the two guys are probably going to battle it out. Carl Lewis, Carlos Lopez, and Anthony Stifler already signed in as well for G1. But I got to think it's going to be Barnes versus Rook because both of these drivers are are are, are they're wild drivers, man. Like you know, they'll they'll run the street races, they'll do some road racing, you know, they'll do whatever it is. They just love racing. I think that's going to be the battle in that category. Yeah, to be honest, those are the two drivers we really know more about than any any of the other five, other three drivers. Uh, yeah, as you said, both drivers willing to, to take it to, uh, the edge, the ultimate edge yeah. with the street racing we've done, uh, Joe Roke's, uh, videos from the Quincy, uh, Grand Prix a couple of years ago made m- nearly a million views, uh, across the world on Facebook. So, uh, obviously he's got a little bit of fame, but, uh, n- a new driver to the, to the master category Barnes just moved up a couple years ago as well. So they have the uh, the youth on their side as we uh, as we uh, look at that category. Yeah, moving to the G two class, uh, national number two, Ken Schilling, we uh, one to watch. But I think you've kind of leaned uh, to probably Nathan Stewart being the guy that's going to be the big big dog. He's been one of the you know the top guys in in that S four class back within the stock Honda days. Uh, he'll be on the Burrell Art with Sweet Tech Power, Nathan Stewart out of Texas. Uh, I think he's going to be definitely one to watch. Justin Peck, though, David, coming in with lots of momentum as well, uh, sweeping the action in the Scusa Winter Series and feeling pretty good behind the wheel of his Rollis and Performance Group Tony Kart. So Peck's got the momentum, although we know Nathan Stewart's got a ton of talent and a ton of speed. 
Uh, Peck has an advantage, though. He's been in the cart a little bit more than Nathan That's had. True. Uh, Nathan's true. just came back from uh, from the homeland, uh, had a trip over there. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of racing shape Stewart's in. He doesn't. We'll see who's wrenching for him too. If if he has his uh, fireball mechanic, you know, we'll, <laughs> Rod Clenard, That's we'll, right. <laughs> we'll have to see what happens with that. All right, let's uh, let's move to the uh, second last category. Uh, Thirty five pre entries, David, in the mini swift class. But I think the big the big thing there is, and again, we see this with the graduation. None of the top three drivers from last year returning to 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 uh, try to defend a position or go for a championship. Yes, it's it's very rare that we have that happen. We normally typically have at least maybe one or two drivers returning, but to have all three uh, not coming back uh, is is certainly uh, unique, at least in that aspect. Uh, Kai Sorensen, obviously uh, racing in Europe this season, so uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait at least a few weeks before we see him on track again. Uh, Christian Miles moving up to junior along with Anderson Leonard, who finished third last year. Uh, so. So all three drivers not returning, but uh, again, a stout field of 35 drivers coming in to to compete in the mini swift category, which should should provide a lot of drama throughout the weekend. A lot of guys to watch here right now. Caleb Gaffera coming off his uh, Florida Winter Tour Championship. Miguel Costa, I believe, was a race winner, I think, in Florida. Cooper Shippen. Max Garcia, of course, the Winter Series champion, had, had a tremendous run. Cameron Brinkman was strong as well. Uh, Austin Jurors really kind of came to the forefront, David, uh, at, at the Winter Series race. But other guys, like how do you how do you think that Parker DeLong's not going to somehow be in the middle of the fight? Oscar Iliff kind of turned things up as well. There's just there's so many guys in this particular. Uh, Mateus Arjuela, who has shown good speed as well. There's a lot of guys that could not so much surprise us, but we'll see what kind of happens when we get get in there to uh, to Nola and find out how that top ten shakes out. Well, when you look at the championship from last year, Parker DeLong ended up finishing fourth, so he's there actually your yeah. top returning driver from 2019 in the mini swift category. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't count him out. I, I happen to actually miss his name in the entry list. So it was a good catch by you, but, uh, cause again, we got it this morning. <laughs> it was a little bit of a, a rush to get this script in and, and kind of right. Little... The, right, right down the notes we needed. But, uh, again, there's still, the entries are still coming in, so we'll, we'll see where we end up. But again, 35 drivers strong. And, uh, um, you, you know, we mentioned Garcia, he's got momentum on his side, uh, winning the Winter Series Championship and then winning this past weekend for the Texas Sprint Racing Series, uh, winning that event over uh, Santiago Duran with Helio Meza in third, uh, Cooper Shipman in fourth. We mentioned his name. He was quick, fast lap of the race in that event. And then uh, Reagan Saville uh, finishing in fifth spot. So uh, all five drivers set to uh, to compete this weekend, all finishing in the top five. You add in all the other names we mentioned earlier, uh, should be, you know, maybe 15 drivers deep uh, racing to be one of the three spots on the podium. Let me throw a dark, dark horse for, for you in, in here, David. I, I won't be there, obviously, but I, I'm, I'll say it now. Running for Super Tune, coming all the way from New Zealand, Jay Irwin. Yeah, definitely. Watch, uh, yeah, I saw the Jay. name and I didn't write it down. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, Jay's quick. He's a great young driver. We see him at the Supernats a couple times. I actually uh, met them in the airport after the Supernats one year. Uh, he took my my personal e card and his hat home with him. And I tell you, he's going to be quick. I just that's a dark horse right there. I'll, I'll throw that out there for sure. Uh, let Dave, let's wrap up with Micro Swift. 11 drivers in the Micro Swift category as we head in here. Hopefully, we'll see a couple more pre, uh, guys come in, but 11 pre entries. And uh, obviously, first and foremost, Jack Iliff coming back um, as your national number one plate holder. Yeah, Jack Iliff definitely has uh, the number one plate. 
and then coming in and winning this past weekend at the Texas Sprint Racing Series. So he, he's got the track dialed in, uh, has the number one plate on his back. Uh, definitely going to be the bullseye for all these drivers in the Michael Swift category because Ilef has a lot of experience now uh, with, with the championship and coming in with, with at least three years under his belt in the category. So he, he will be the, uh, the bullseye everybody is gunning for throughout the weekend. Uh, some noble names that'll be there. James, James Moss, who also has some experience, uh, Kai Johnson, uh, a victory at the, uh, at the, uh, rock the Rio and, uh, uh, Florida winter tour, I believe as well, winning there. So he's got some speed to be, to, to try and, and take it to, uh, to ILIF along with, um, Oh, who's the other one? Uh, Tristan, uh, Murphy, Murphy. we saw, yeah. we saw on the, uh, on the West coast at the challenge in America's, uh, has start out the season pretty strong. So, uh, some notable drivers there that, uh, that might be able to, uh, to challenge ILIF on the weekend. I'll tell you who I would love to have seen who's not on there right now is Oliver Weldon. And, uh, you know, obviously with the conflict with the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, they're from the, you know, they're from the St. Petersburg, or from St. Saint Petersburg, and I, they do a number of things. We're actually doing uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of deals where they're, we're raising some money for Johns Hopkins. We're doing a charity race on Wednesday. I know the boys will be there for that. So potentially, I think just that conflict probably meant that Sebastian and Oliver Weldon wouldn't be there, but they had tremendous uh, uh, winter series races with the Scusa winter program. Oliver, of course, getting that championship in, in the micro class. I would like to have seen him there. But David, based on your notes, one of the kind of a cool things is six drivers actually coming in from outside the U.S. We've got Mexico, uh, Great Britain involved as well. Great to have a couple of different uh, different countries coming in for the, the, the category as well. Yeah, Great Britain, Mexico, Canada, and uh, Panama, I believe, as well. With there you uh, go. Uh, one driver, I can't, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to ruin Mateo it. Rousseau. There you go. That's <laughs> why you get paid the big bucks, and I, That's I it. just write it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrap wrap it up with the Texas the, the Texas uh, Sprint Racing event that happened just last weekend. It looks like Ilif coming out of the gate pretty strongly. Yeah, so as I said, uh, stated earlier, Ilif uh, scoring the victory was challenged though by uh, Augusto Tonoli Tonioli Toniolo. There you go. Toniolo. But he's not entered, so uh, we'll hopefully maybe see him uh, as a walk up. Um, the name you just said from Panama, I'm not going to say it again. There Russo. you go. <laughs> he finished third uh tyler roberts finishing fourth not entered and then james mosh ending up fifth james moss ending up fifth well hopefully we'll see some late entries as you said folks and listen this is we're doing this late in the day it's uh about uh, what 10 o'clock david at home where you are right now 1002 yeah 1002 i'm on the, i'm on the west coast right now i leave uh, tomorrow morning for st petersburg at seven o'clock here so it's a it's a late one fits it was a busy busy day let's wrap things up here folks again uh, this is the the or is or was actually the EKN Outlap podcast previewing the upcoming Supercar USA Winter Nationals, the opening round of the Pro Tour for 2020. I wish everybody who's there the best of luck. I won't be able to be there this weekend, as I had mentioned a couple of times. It's going to be tough for me. It's the first one I've missed uh, in the 10 years, so uh, I will be watching and listening on, on social and, and look forward to getting back on the mic for the Scusa Spring Nationals in May at Utah Motorsports Complex. You, like me, can listen live at ecardinews.com slash live make sure to follow all the ekn social platforms for updates the hashtags ekn at scusa hashtag scusa 2020 hashtag scusa winter series will allow you to see everything we're putting out there as well uh, but again we'll have uh the, you know the top tens on facebook and twitter as they happen uh, try to get a lot of behind the scenes photos on our instagram uh, feed and the instagram story and again make sure that uh 
make sure you tune in. If you're, if you're not able to be there down in NOLA, uh, make sure that uh, you listen live and get the full coverage from Xander Clemens. His dulcet tones will be taking care of the action this coming weekend. David Cole, you have one thing to do while you're there? Get the company burger, my friend. Get the company burger. Yeah, we ha- we had a media, a media dinner planned out, but it sounds like Ken Johnson's going to be sick. Todd McCall's is a, is a, going to be MIA on the weekend. I just got the email on that, so it might be might just be me and Wyatt with uh, wow. all the other media media guys not being there. So uh, we'll we'll have to enjoy. I might have to enjoy Bourbon Street with Wyatt Lloyd. <laughs> that sounds like a party. <laughs> uh, but one, I forgot to mention this earlier in, in in the broadcast. One thing to note: this weekend, um, the last time we were there, we had no pushback bumpers. So if That's you recall, yep. we had a lot of treacherous starts and terrible driving. Uh, 2018 when we were there for the winter nationals this time we will be going around we had i believe we had the uh the video system for the first time there in 2018 so we had that but we had i believe what was 300 penalties that they had to review (laughs) that's it yeah uh this time no they have everything dialed in they have the pushback bumpers going so hopefully we'll uh we'll be able to keep it green throughout the weekend no issues and we'll, we'll have to use the uh the video system as much as uh as they did that opening weekend it's going to be a stark contrast david i i'm telling you just because people forget what it was like the, the opening corner of all the starts they were just absolute chaos the way things have changed since this pushback bumper has come in like it hate it whatever it may be it has fixed the chaos of the starts of all these major events there's no doubt about that you can't argue with it no, can't you can't argue it. You can argue with it everything after that, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we will we will not argue this starts. <laughs> All right, folks, we are done here with this uh, edition of the Ecan Outlap Podcast, episode number eight, March the 9th. We want. Uh, I wish you guys all the best of luck when you get to NOLA Motorsports this coming weekend. Hope you guys have great weekends, and David. Hope you and Xander have a great time as well, folks. We are done. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>